The Terrible Warriors is brought to you in part by Patreon supporters, perhaps like you. You can find out more at patreon.com slash terrible warriors today on The Terrible Warriors. Derek the Bard and his Edmonton crew with their season premiere episode. They've gathered back together to play a game called Blades in the Dark. And it's one of those games where in the first episode, they get to make their own characters and decide in real time around the table just what kind of game they're going to play. And in the next hour, you'll be introduced to the city of Duskvole, shrouded by eternal night and divided by crime. And soon, our players will step into the boots of the Gulls, a dockside gang of thieves and cutthroats. Oh, that sounds like they're terrible warriors. Greetings, terrible listeners. This is Derek Bart from the Edmonton Crew. And I'd like to welcome you back to our new season. I am joined here with my good friends... Will Mitchell. Cameron Dunn. Shane Fitzgerald still reeling from Tom Bravo. No kidding. We're actually recording this almost exactly a week after our incredible live show at Con Bravo 2017 oh, in Hamilton, Ontario. And the uh, the the mind-bending twist that came out of that. I'd like to think we made a fan of M. Night Shyamalan after that. Oh, the twist! <laughs> uh, show them how it's done. So you're listening to this in September. We're actually recording this at the very start of August. Um... And we are going to be playing a new game that I picked up. It's something that I'm really excited to try out. It looks really cool. It's been getting a lot of great hype. We're going to be playing a game called Blades in the Dark. And in Blades in the Dark, it, you basically have a combination of Ocean's Eleven meets Dishonored meets Mistborn. Yeah, Will's just kind of off in the corner, just vibrating at the prospect of playing this. I love it so much. <laughs> yeah. Let me give you the setting for this game. So this is taking place in a city called Duskvol, or Dust, uh, Duskwall. or Duskwall, or just the Dusk. And this is a city on uh, like the heart of the Empire, this ambiguous fantasy empire, in a setting that is, in terms of technology, um, around about the 1870s. Uh, there are steam locomotives. There, there's steam-powered boats um, in the city with all its canals. There's basic electricity, electrical lighting, and sort of that basic societal area um, and era. But a thousand years ago, there was this great climactic um, magical war that shattered the sun and reduced the world into this horrible hellscape of darkness and giant monsters and hungry ghosts. And thus, humanity is actually isolated within these small cities. These last surviving pieces of a dying world. Protected by a giant electromagical barrier around the city, literally powered by monster blood. I know, this is so boss. It's so fucking cool, man. Electropunk is so neat. It's very electropunk. Um, <laughs> I was going to say, it's got more than basic electricity. Yeah. No, you have the lightning wall protecting the city. Damn right. And in this, I have a feeling I'm just going to predict this now, considering we're running this, and I want to run a Shadowrun game. There's going to be a Shadowrun long game from Mike Dodd. This is the year of punk. Well, Justin keeps screaming that this is going to be our darkest season yet. 
But I think he's I also think largely just quoting Rick and Morty. <laughs> Fair enough. Anyway, um, Duskfall is a city full of crime, full of gangs, full of faction politics. It is a deeply divided town into which our characters will be dropped. But what characters? Oh, listeners, we're not sure yet because uh, Blades in the Dark is designed a lot like an Apocalypse World game in that there are different playbooks that our players are going to have to select from. They're going to build their characters. And then once they've built their characters, they're going to build their gang. Because they get a gang. They're bad guys. The book continually refers to the PCs as being scoundrels. You are not great shining beacons of hope this time. I'm more of a puckish rogue, frankly. <laughs> we don't know yet. It's so rare that I get to quote Saints Row. Let me have my fun. <laughs> it's, it's all, there's also a very much an element of Saints Row in this in terms of claiming territory, building your gang, pissing off everyone else around you. Mm-hmm. That or Assassin's Creed Syndicate. Yeah. Where you're, you're, the three of you are up on a rooftop. We, we're going to start a gang. Jacob, we're not starting a gang. We're going to call it the Rooks, Jacob. We're not calling it the Rooks. <laughs> and we're not starting a gang. Oh, we're a hat. I Yeah, okay, you can wear the hat. <laughs> Shane is actually wearing the, the proper fedora yeah. that he was wearing as Dapper Joe. And if he put a suit on, he would look like he's ready to bust some heads in the 1950s right now. <laughs> you know, that just post-war era. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Screw the neckbeard, screw all the milady bullshit. I'm taking back the fedora for the working man. Damn, Skippy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I already took back the uh, the top hat from the Toffs and made it the um, the thing with the stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and the other things. But anywho. You just think it looks neat. I do think it looks and neat. And it does. You wear it well. So we have seven playbooks to go through, mm-hmm. and they, they've got a very small description on each, but if uh, whoever's got them in hand, each of you have been given two, I've got one, would like to kind of read into them a little bit uh, and explain them to our listeners. I'm going to start with Will. All right. You're going to read one, then pass the chain, then we'll just go around them. Yeah, that seems fair. Uh, so the first one in my little stack here is The Spider, a devious mastermind. Um... Looking at some of the moves on this sheet, they've got things like they've got foresight, they're calculating, they've got connections. Uh, they can help you indulge in your vice, uh, which is sort of one of the stress relief mechanics in this game. Uh, they can have connections within prison, because that's a whole separate mini-game in this where you can run your gang from jail, because this game is fucking awesome. This um, game lets you run your gang from beyond the grave if you want. Uh, yeah, it's got... I, oh, I love it so much. I'm, I'm actually drooling. Um, and so yeah, the spider is sort of the brains of the operation, uh, and in terms of like function, it seems that they're like a, a, a buff character. They, they they do the cheerleading and make everybody else better at what they yeah, do. The spider's your basic criminal mastermind. Exactly. Um, they're the guy who looks around and goes, gentlemen, I have a plan. Mm-hmm. And if you follow that plan, you get sweet bonuses. Shane, what do you got? Uh, first one I've got is the Lurch, a stealthy infiltrator and burglar. Uh, he's got infiltrator abilities. He can ambush uh, using traps. Uh, this is your more traditional thief character. Yeah, yeah basically. Sneak thief. Yeah, that's actually something I was going to mention. Elements of this do seem like the newest thief game. Yeah, well, this that. game does draw heavily in, uh, a lot of heavy inspiration from Thief, from Dishonored. Mm-hmm. Uh, as I mentioned, I feel like Assassin's Creed Syndicate. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. Uh, Cam, what do you got? I have the Leech, a Saboteur and a Technician. So it looks like he's the 
cleric of the group almost. Well, no, you're the alchemist. Yeah, um, yeah I was gonna say saboteur. You, you can be. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And then your your abilities there, if you look at them, um, the leech can specialize. They can be an alchemist, they can be a poisoner, they can be a doctor. Uh, these playbooks are very vague in mm -hmm. what kind of character you're actually playing, looking more at the archetypes in these fantasy heist uh, genres. Yeah. Um, I've got the Cutter, a dangerous and intimidating fighter. The Cutter is your basic thug character. Does what it says on the label. What kind of thug they're going to be is up to you. Um, you could be the leader of a gang, but you could be a bodyguard. You could be specialized in beating the crap out of ghosts, because ghosts are a thing in this game. Ghosts are a huge thing in this ghosts game. Ghosts are an enormous thing in this game. What do you think we're burning? There's no sun. There's no plants. Oh god, it's just Deadlands all over again. Yeah, kind of. A little bit. Well, no. You, you, well, no you're not burning ghosts, though. You're literally burning demon blood. Well, yeah, but you can still use ghosts to well, mess with the ghosts. Uh, I'm sorry, they, they refer to them as leviathans. But, but they're demons, yeah. They're huge, demons. Huge demons. Uh, what do you got next, Will? Uh, next in my stack, I've got the Whisper, an arcane adept and channeler. Um, we mentioned, ghosts are a big thing in this. Um, uh, yeah, because the afterlife has basically been destroyed. Uh, if you oh, yeah, the, the, the gates of death have been broken open as well. Yeah. So anything that dies... Theoretically, we'll just a leaves a ghost around. Yeah. Now, whether that's an actual sentient ghost or just a whisper of ghost energy, or some horrible, monstrous, insane ghost, or Who a knows? vampire. There's a lot of different possibilities. Either way, the whisper can talk to all of that stuff. Um, they're occultists. They're kind of the wizard character of this. They're your uh, mage. Game. Yeah, they're your mage, um, and they do all their stuff by either getting possessed by ghosts or making ghosts do stuff. It's super sweet. All right. Uh, next, I've got the slide, a subtle manipulator and spy. And I just want to read one uh, one of his special abilities that jumped out at me. Ghost voice. You know the secret method to interact with a ghost or demon as if it was a normal human, regardless of how wild or feral it appears. You gain potency when communicating with the supernatural. That nice. is cool. I like that. That, that can be really funky. <laughs> um, basically, uh, when you're trying to determine success in this game, you've got um, the actual uh, the position, it's called, of how you're rolling and that determines what the dice do on a success or a failure but then you look at your effect and potency is a big one of those where um if you're confronting um i think the example is like if you want to take a hammer to attempt to beat down a watchtower it's not going to work because the watchtower is bigger and more potent than your hammer but that kind of ability starts leveling the playing field there Cam, what do you got next? Oh, I've got the Hound, a deadly sharpshooter and tracker. Kind of reminds me of the Ranger. Mm -hmm. Yep. Um, yeah, so he's got sharpshooter abilities, uh, ghost hunter, which sounds rad. Everybody has a power in this game yeah. that somehow interacts with ghosts, if that's the direction you want to take your character in. Um, so the Hound is going to be your sniper, your tracker, your hunter. Yeah. Um, and you'll see when you look at your uh, your stats on the sheet, you've got... The first one is Hunt. Hunt is what you're going to roll when you want to shoot something from a distance, but also when you want to track and find them. So, guys. Got three of you and seven playbooks. What interests you? Uh, 
You don't have to just pick the ones that you drew. And I, no. I have, in fact, told no. Will, not, he cannot pick the Whisper because I want to see him play against type for once. Indeed. Now, it, you said out of my comfort zone, which I find highly offensive. I don't <laughs> have a comfort zone. That's just been how it's been going. Oh, he's just uh, an actor. I will be honest. When we did Apocalypse... I avoid the social characters because I'm already a spotlight hog. When we did Apocalypse World, I was kind of hoping that you would harp on me a little bit for being a battle babe just so I could say, don't assume my battle gender. <laughs> hey, babe. We were all babes once. Battle babe is a gender neutral term. Yeah. Totally. We're all dudes. We're all babes. Yeah, that said, I was considering uh, doing a cutter or a hound, but I'm really liking this, uh, the lurk or the slide. Uh, it's going to be a hard call on which one to, which one to pick. Because like you said, like every type has like something they can do to interact with ghosts. And... You get one special ability at the start. So that's really going to determine what kind of character you are. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And since it's only the three of us, it's also going to have a, a pretty big impact on what kind of game we're going to end up in. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Like, if you guys all take ghost powers, I'm going to run a really heavy ghost game. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Ghostbusters all over again. Oh, boy. Hmm? Yeah. We made a cult gang. Yeah. <laughs> um, Just to piss people off, we should all play women. <laughs> Why would that piss people What's off? What's wrong with that? Yeah. If you guys... I'm uh, sorry, not piss off people, piss off a-holes who I don't consider people. Ah. Uh, yeah. Anyway. I'm sorry, did I get too heavy for you guys? It just got to even silent. <laughs> no, no. I'm still Here's the thing. Playbooks. I, I encourage you guys, if you feel like you want to play women, if you feel you want to play characters uh, who are gender, queer, agender, yeah. do it. That's completely up to yeah. you. If that's the kind of character that you want to play, mm -hmm. hell, Cassie's going to be running a Steven Universe game oh, so where the default is that it. all of our characters are technically going to be gendered as female. Mm -hmm. I have my character concept for it, and it's amazingly hilarious. But back to the playbooks. But back to yeah. the playbooks. Um, okay, I played this game before one time, and I was a cutter, and it was fucking awesome. Um, but I kind of don't want to play a cutter again. Um, I personally am interested in either a hound, a leech, or maybe a lurk. Um, I don't know. How are you guys leaning? Whisper. Okay. Yeah. You got a whisper. I'll pass that to you. <laughs> okay, Cam. You got a, a sweet spirit mask. I kind of wanted to play the lurk. Then you're the lurk. Okay. Then I guess I'm going to go hmm, hound or leech, hound or leech. Um, you can slide. Uh, I wanted. I'm tempted. Again, I feel I'm a spotlight hog all the time, and so I try to not play talky characters. Okay, that's fair. Um, so I'm going to go with a leech. Partially because I also haven't seen a leech played. Cool. Okay, then. So I'm just going to collect the spare sheets back from you guys. And then I'm going to lead you through them. So we're going to start with your name. You need a name. Yeah. Uh, and I actually have some suggestion names. Yeah, is on there a the list? GM. Yeah. Um. And, and these are all kind of um, they're very European names. Yeah. I, I'm just gonna ask right off the bat. You said we need a name. Do we need need a name? Or well, yeah. can we just go with an alias? You go with an I, alias. I assume yeah. they're alias. Yeah. Because like. <laughs> Like, the beginning concept I have in my head is that my character's a lurk, so my character kind of prides, like, him or herself on the fact that nobody really knows who he or she is, even though the fact that they don't know what gender he or she is. 
Okay, so do you yeah. uh, do you then wear a disguise all the time? Like do you some just... sort of like sweet like wrap up thing. Like yeah, kind of like the, the face is always shrouded. Nice. And, okay. Like always yeah. a hood, so like the shadow is always over the um, face. But yeah, I mean, you got example names in here like Adric, Brenna, um, Caro, uh, Drav, Hicks, Meyer, Orlin, Stavril. Hmm. Timoth, not Timothy. Just Timoth. <laughs> just Timoth. Uh, Veretta, Vestine. Ooh, that's cool. Um, Zamira. Mm. I, d- I do like the idea of having a not name alias that I go by. It's a cool idea, Shane. Yeah. <laughs> I think my leech is going to be named Creek. Like with an A. Not like the river, but Creek like the sound. And he's going to constantly correct people on that and be pissed off that they get it wrong. <laughs> Why do I have a feeling that was inspired by our talk on the way over? Was it? Might have been. You remember I was telling you about the D&D game I played where I was a halfling rogue and my character got killed by a giant creek that somebody made. So he did. Yeah. So he did. That may be where I drew that from. Cam, are you going to be the only character who actually has a first and last name on yes. one of these weird codes? <laughs> I'm going to have a first and last name. I just don't use it. Uh, let's go with Cyrene. Cyrene? Yeah. Okay. At this point, I feel like he should just be calling himself Trent Williams. What? No. <laughs> We're not playing the strange right now. You guys are not recursor versions of yourselves, or are you? Well, apparently the running the running gag in this series now is apparently we're always playing the strange in some context. Uh-oh, he's writing our names down and making a list. Oh. And checking it twice. <laughs> well, yeah, but you're all naughty in here, so... That is true. <laughs> oh, if you want this game to be dark, I will gladly go to yeah. some very dark places. By the okay. way, like, nobody knows my character's name, but everybody knows my character's alias is Ratbones. Ooh, I like it! <laughs> so crunchy. Ratbones and Cyrene? Yeah. Okay, great. I, I'm generally just taking notes here so that I know how I'm addressing you as... Because uh, I'm going to try and address you as your characters, not as your... Uh, yes, please. Not as your player. So you actually got a name and an alias listed on here. And I um, filled them out. But then again, we're also only playing a relatively short game, so I don't necessarily need to know your character's full names. Now then. It's a nice thing to have if we share it with the Patreon or something. It's true. Ahem. Now then, you're going to choose a heritage. Oh, yeah. Uh, your character's heritage describes where your family line is from. Uh, and then you're going to, when you uh, have your heritage, you're going to circle one, and then you're going to write where it is that you come from. Uh, the example being, uh, you might chose uh, Scovelin heritage and write factory worker, uh, factory workers from Lockport, now refugees. Or you might choose a Ruvian heritage and write exiled nobility. Uh, so your your heritage options are um, Akaros is the largest and most industrialized city in the Imperium and is home to the capital city it's uh, to the capital city as well as Duskwall itself. You're known as, uh, they're known as a diverse conglomeration of cultures that have grown together in a close in close proximity for centuries, somewhat like Europe. If you want to be a rootless wanderer, you could be from the Dagger Isles. People there often grow up on ships and travel a lot before settling down. They're known as corsairs and merchants who live without lightning barriers, dealing with spirits in other ways. 
If you want to be from a culture considered foreign by the locals, you could be from Aruvia, a rich and powerful desert kingdom far to the south. It's another diverse land of varying cultures similar to old Persia, Egypt, and India. If you want to be from a place considered wild by the rest of the empire, you could be from Severos. Outside the few imperial settlements, most Severosi live in nomadic horse tribes scattered across the blasted deathlands, surviving within the ruins of ancient arcane fortresses which still repel spirits. If you want to be from a marginalized people, you could be from, uh, you could be from Skovlin, the island kingdom just across the sea from Duskfall. Skovlin was last to be brought into, under imperial rule over the course of the 36-year Unity War, which ended only a few years ago. Most Scovelander refugees who lost their homes and jobs in the destruction of the war have come to Duskfall seeking new opportunities. If you want to be weird, there's Tykeros. Mm -hmm. It's a semi-mythical place far away from, uh, far beyond the northern Void Sea. Everyone says that people there are part demon. If you choose Tykerosi heritage, you also create a demonic telltale that marks your character, like black shark eyes, feathers instead of hair, etc. Well, I'm a leech. Uh, which to me sounds fairly industrialized, so I should be from Akeros. My heart says Tykeros, but I did that the last time I played this game, and while tieflings are rad, it makes more sense for me to be from a big old Circle Akeros, then what's your heritage? Like, what? Are, who are your people? My people in Akeros, um, I think that I come from a mining background. Um, I, th I think my family are tunnelers, or diggers of some sort. Okay. Like excavation. Um, I'm just going to call my, my family the Diggers. Sure. Or is there another thing? Well, I, I, I'd say add a little bit of, um, add a little bit of flavor to it. Oh, okay, okay. Um. Do you want me to go to Shane while you're thinking? Yeah, go to Shane, I'll ponder. Shane, what do you think? Uh, the first thing that jumped out to me was the Dagger Isles. Okay. Yeah. And you mentioned that uh, a lot of merchants and travelers come from the Dagger Isles. So. Yep. I'm thinking that probably my character was an orphan in the Dagger Isles. So not not technically having any family whatsoever, but just basically learn how to cool. survive then on the streets. That's where you come from. Did you survive on the streets? Do you survive on a ship? Is that why you're in Duskfall now? Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Like basically stowed away on like a refugee ship or something like that. Okay. Deciding that the Dagger Isles was not like big or valuable enough for Okay, so you come you come here seeking the big li the lights of the big city. Yeah, the literal lights of the big cities. <laughs> um, okay, so you could like uh, orphan stowaway uh, yeah. the thing and make sure you circle dagger. Yep, yep, perfect. Cam, what are you thinking? I'm thinking Akros as well, the big city. Okay. Um, and I'm thinking family has a military background, and I joined it myself. And then you became a whisper at some point along the way. Yeah. Somewhere, Cyrene's life went awry. <laughs> Incidentally, is Cyrene a man or a woman? Woman. Okay. Nice. Cyrene made some bad choices in her life. Um, okay. So, uh, you could say military family or something like that? Um, I think for Creek, I think his family were indentured servants to some of the high muckety-mucks uh, in Duskfall. Okay. Um, and they basically worked uh, building essentially an underground radiant garden. Because um, uh, the, the... Okay, so the you're like... The rich folks, they, they have made special lights that let actual fucking plants grow, right? Okay, so you're like urban civil engineers kind of thing. Exactly. All right, write that down then. Yeah. Great. 
Next up, guys, you're going to choose your background. Um, and this is where you're also going to write kind of um, what you did professionally before you got into your life of crime. Uh, what, uh, what you did before you joined the crew. Choose one of the general background options for the list of your playbook, then write a detail that's specific to your character. You can be an academic. Labor, which would be a servant, a factory worker, a coach driver, etc. Um, law, an advocate or barrister, a blue coat or inspector. The blue coats are like the city watch. Slash the biggest, most dangerous gang. Yes, because everything is just a gang in this. Um, trade, a shopkeeper, a merchant, a skilled craftsperson. Military, an imperial Scovelander soldier, a mercenary, an intelligence operative, a strategist, a training instructor, etc. A noble, or underworld, street urchins, gang members, young thugs, outcasts who grew up on the streets, etc. The logical choice for me is skilled trade. Um, I, I worked in, in demolitions. Okay. Demolition, then write down, demolitions yep. engineer. Uh, I kind of already dictated mine, the underworld. Okay. Yeah. Uh, basically, I'm just going to go ahead and quote Yandu. Small and fit in this, small and fit in the tight spaces. Good for thieving. Right. Nice. Write that whole sentence down then. <laughs> I'll write good for thieving. How's that? Uh, no, no, I like that small and fits in the tight spaces. <laughs> yeah, that's no, what I think. That's pretty rad. Yeah, okay. I, I really like that one. Mm -hmm. Cam. I'm thinking, obviously, military. Uh, she uh, applied for uh, testing on the military and kind of became a failed test subject, and she's on the run. Okay, so like you, you washed out of the uh, you washed out of boot, basically. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, just put washed out of boot then. Mm. You tried to join the military, but you were just a little too weird, even for their whisper core. Yeah. You were made out of the weird stuff. Not the right <laughs> stuff, the weird stuff. I mean, stuff. keep in mind, in a setting where magic is relatively common, there's going to be military magicians. Oh, yeah. But they're still... And while the military understands that magicians are going to be weird, there's an acceptable level of weirdness that the military will put up with. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then if you go over that weirdness quotient, you they really don't kind of want you. because Wow, that was a really badly phrased sentence. They really don't kind of. It's all right. They I'll forgive you. Maybe. Uh, almost maybe. Um, really don't kind of want you um, because they can't. You're not reliable at that point yeah. to them, yeah. at least in a military setting. I feel like you just dictated the future of my military career if they ever hear this show. Yo, <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude, you're you're normal compared to some of the people I know in the military. So okay, so yeah. Uh, I I'm just making little notes on all your characters. Demolitions. Yes. Things go boom. I love it. Okay. And Shane, you've got uh, Dagger Isles. Yep. Dagger Isles. Uh, Stowaway quotes Peter Quill. <laughs> Why not? Love it. Peter or possibly Patricia? Uh, I've actually written down, and this is great, I've written down the pronouns that I need to use when talking about your characters in here, and Shane's is just the, it's just fully they. Yeah. <laughs> Until we know otherwise. If. Yeah. Yeah. They'll kill you before then. I just love that. I feel like that's an angle that really isn't explored enough in this kind of thing. It's just like, well, what is your character's gender? I don't know. Yeah. 
Let's see how that plays out. Well, and, and not very often people actually think about it, right? Some yeah. games are more conducive to it than others, but otherwise people tend to just default. Right. And maybe there's a deeper reason that he or she keeps it hidden. Mm-hmm. Well, and there's a lot of cool Let, themes that can be explored. We can just that. use the word... We can just use they. Yeah. Okay. Know. So, you've got your... Uh, assign your four action dots. Um, brief description. Uh, assign one dot to an action that you feel relates to your character's heritage. Uh, if you want to ask any questions about what you got hunt, uh, which is your ranged combat and your tracking, study, which is um, studying books, but also studying people, mm-hmm. survey, which is your perception, tinker, which is messing around with uh, with explosives and uh, devices. Yeah. Uh, wait, I have a... There is a description on one of these sheets that is going to make our lives, oh, so much friggin' easier. Mm-hmm. Well, and this is one of those games, too, where the skills have some overlap and vagueness on yeah. purpose. Okay, so. here we go. Attune to, spir- uh, to the spirits of the ghost field. Command obedience with your force of personality. Consort with connections from your heritage, background, etc. Finesse an item from someone's pocket. So that's your slate of hand. That's your, um, mm-hmm. your pickpocketing. Hunt a target. Gather information about their location. Attack with precision shooting from a distance. Prowl about unseen and traverse obstacles. Climb, etc. Climb, run, swim, jump, etc. Skirmish with an opponent in close combat. Study a person, document, or item with close scrutiny to gather information. Survey a location or situation to understand what's going on. Sway someone with charm, logic, deception, disguise, or bluff. Tinker with mechanisms. Wreck a place, item, or obstacle with savage force or carefully applied sabotage. Mm. Will? I, I already did it. It's already there. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you've already picked your two points there. I picked one point there. Okay. I just yep. got one from my background. Yep. That's, was... uh, and one from your heritage. Okay. Um, so, I... Cam, you may want to hmm. take uh, a dot of hunt to uh, for your military background, I might suggest. I put it uh, past that line? Or... Nope, just one. I'm going to put one in consort, actually. Sure. Because um, I had my family had to deal with the nobles who we owed shit tons of money to. Okay. Uh, all right. Oh right, you already start with a point in there because you uh, you're a leech, so you're a wrecker. Yep. Um, then you can add two dots anywhere you like on there. Yeah. Um, That's out of <laughs> You cannot get uh, you cannot yet get four points of a tune. Okay. You can get three if you really want to though. Definitely. Uh, and then might I suggest either study or maybe prowl. Prowl. Okay. Hmm. Shane still hasn't figured out his uh, yeah, any I'm, of his. I'm kind of lost here. Um, might I suggest Shane maybe at least a dot of skirmish for okay. uh, Shankin? Yeah. Okay, that ac- not that actually makes people sense. From behind. Um, what else have we got here? I'm gonna. There uh, we go. From my experience, it's a really good idea to make sure you've at least got one thing under each of the categories of Insight, Prowess, and Resolve. Yes, because those will be important for your resistance rolls. You definitely want to have at least one point so you're not rolling two dice choosing the lowest. What? I want to be a glass cannon. But, like, like you'll be a glass cannon who's, like, like real, real fucked real hard. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, no, we're not talking... We gotta get three hours of play out of this. We're talking, like, Swarovski crystal cannon there. Yeah, yeah. You look at it the wrong way Yeah, I went ahead and I put a point Yeah, min-maxing is not encouraged. Yeah, and, uh... Let's see. Okay, so you have two more points. Yeah, um... I can put a point in... Consort? How does consort work? Uh, consort is when you're, uh... Is essentially your charisma skill. Yeah, it's your mm. persuasion and stuff. Uh, Rubbing elbows, hobnobbing, yeah. getting um, Sway is more for the influencing part of it. But right. yeah, what is a tune? Spirits. Yeah, open your brain to the weird. Talk to them uh, ghosts. That's 
Let's go with the tune. Nice. Okay. And sway. Yeah, maybe. I could do sway when. Uh... Sure. That give. I mean, you got some. So, go. You need some social stuff to uh, why you weren't immediately thrown off the ship. Yeah. They probably handed you a mop and a bucket. Yep. Uh, well, my thinking is that just so the reason that my character is called Ratbones is because the way that the character dresses is basically if uh, if they're getting chased by if they're getting chased by just people that caught them like trying to steal stuff or something like that they can just like they can just like uh, whip around a corner and then just kind of huddle down and basically anybody who walks by just sees like a pile of garbage and ah, dead rats I like okay. it okay um so the next up you're going to pick your spe- one special ability uh, saboteur obviously what does Saboteur let you do? Uh, let's see. I don't know. Uh, when you wreck, the work is much quieter than it should be, and the damage is hidden from casual inspection. That makes sense. I like it. Okay. You are the Underminer! That's right! I think I'm going to go with uh, Infiltrator. Nice. Okay. What's that do? Uh, you are not affected by quality or tier when you bypass security measures. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you are it was either going to be uh, that. Shadow of a ghost, man. Like My top three choices were going to be uh, Infiltrator, uh, Reflexes, or uh, what was this one? Expertise. Just for a Kay. start. Ghost yeah. Mind. What does Ghost Mind let you do? Here we go. You're always aware of supernatural entities in your presence. Take 1D uh, when you gather info about the supernatural. Nice. Okay. So you're more of a supernatural intelligence person right now than necessarily throwing around actual magic. Yeah, yeah that's fine. Okay, cool. Anybody ever see that movie Second Sight? Uh, no. No? It was a movie where Dan... Uh, uh, Dan from Night Court and Balky from Perfect Strangers were supernatural detectives. I'm sold. <laughs> Derek's making a face. What? Yeah, Balky was psychic. There's actually a part in the movie where he's tap where he's tapping into somebody else who has to go to the bathroom and starts doing the gotta go dance. Huh. And he's just like, "Do you have to go?" To the I, 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 I wanna <laughs> I, I, I wanna ask a, uh, ask many questions, many many questions. <laughs> but then I also recall that Baywatch Nights was a thing. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, so next up you're going to choose one close uh, friend and one rival. Yeah. So you'll see you've got uh, your friends listed along there. Uh, your one that you're going to take as a friend, you're going to mark the up arrow. And the one who's a rival, you're going to mark as a down arrow. That's clever. That's easy for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think, yeah. There we go. My, uh, I have a, a rivalry with Stasia, an apothecary, but I'm real good pals with Jewel, a blood dealer. Okay. Gotta get close to your dealer, you know? Yeah. Sorry, Stasia? Yeah, Stasia is an apothecary. We don't get along. And uh, Jewel is a blood dealer. Okay, and then Shane? Uh, my, my friend is Telda the Beggar. Okay, that's cool. Yeah. And my foil is Rosalind Kellis, a noble. 
Ooh. Mm. Uh, once we've gone through, uh, what, does her milkshake bring all the boys to the yard? <laughs> Maybe. What the, she's got milk? <laughs> More than just rat milk? How the fuck? Duskfall's premier milkshake dealer. Okay. Cam? Oh, my friend will be Nyrex, a possessor ghost. My rival, Flint, a spirit trafficker. Hmm. Okay, well that makes a certain amount of sense. Quick question about terminology. One of my choices was a uh, Dharma, a blue coat. Is blue coat a cop? Yeah, yeah, they're like the city watch. Okay, that's what I figured. Yeah, and uh, physicers or doctors. Okay. Yeah, I saw that on one of the sheets. I was wondering what that was. Okay, so I kind of want to know a little bit more, just a little tiny detail. Yeah. About uh, how these people are your uh, friends and enemies. Mm-hmm. Um, Stasia and Creek don't get along, um, because at one time we were part of the same gang. In fact, we were lovers. And, uh, yeah, I just, I just fucking, I, I bailed. Things got too hot and I just fucking tucked and rolled and she only recently got out of prison. I used to buy all sorts of fun poisons from her. It was a great time. Uh, as for Jules, uh, I, I can't buy my various drugs from my ex-girlfriend who hates me, uh, so I've... She's been, your dealer? Uh, yeah, Jules my dealer. Awesome. Shane. Okay, so Ratbones has really never bothered worrying about anybody else. Always been looking out for number one. And uh, there's this one situation where... Uh, they couldn't really, like, get their way out on their own. So, uh, <clears throat> sorry. So, uh, basically just trying to escape from the blue coats. Uh, Ratbones suddenly hears behind her, Psst, come here, come here, and uh, escapes basically into the sewer. And the one that, the one that helped Ratbones in that situation was Telvin. Okay, just a sympathetic beggar. Pretty much. Yep. And now tell me about Rosalind Kellis, the milkshake queen of Duskfall. Well, we mentioned Sorry. that. We no, mentioned I'm, I'm going to shut up about that one. <laughs> I don't know, man. Yeah, no, let's like, just leave that alone, shall we? Maybe have... she has a healthy cow, and she actually does run a dairy uh, cart. I have played out that line. Okay. Yeah. She's a noblewoman. Yes. How did uh, you piss her the fuck off? Well, we mentioned that Rat Bones was a stowaway. Was it her ship? Yes. Nice. Exactly. Like, I imagine Rosalind Kellis would basically be, like, uh, a major name in the trade industry. And it basically is running ships back and forth through all the different regions. And considers... Let me put it this way. Uh, we've already referenced Guardians of the Galaxy 2. We're all familiar with the Sovereign, right? Yep. yep. Transgression, punishable by death. You stole something from her when you stowed away on her ship. Precisely. Mm. And she knows who... She knows, or at least has a suspicion. Like, it would of be enough. She's on your trail. It would be enough that uh, Ratbone stowed away on her ship, but the fact that uh, Ratbone's also stole something. Yeah. Yes, I'm. Rosalind isn't going to stand for that kind of. Yeah, you're in deep. Yeah.
Interesting. You've also seen how uh, Rosalind Kellis, how Lady Rosalind Kellis, um, treats those under her as well. So, actually, I she's got call, it coming. I choose to call her Dame Rosalind Kellis. Dame, Ooh, okay, because like that it. sounds slightly more pretentious and entertaining. No offense to all the dames out there. I say Judy Dench, my fedora. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Wrong kind of dame, but. <laughs> Kim. Oh man, so I think when I was being tested on by the military, Nyrix uh, helped me break out. Well, okay, you say tested on, like... Yeah, yeah that's a lovely term. Uh, <laughs> like as an experiment. Why were they experimenting on you? To see how far my whisper abilities could get pushed. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so that almost sounds like you... Um, they got you into basic, and then you were just like some higher up had a theory at some point, needed someone who was expendable to test it out yeah. on. Okay. And then Flint the Spirit Trafficker. Mm. Okay, so I'm thinking um, to pay back an Irix for breaking me out. Um, I helped him uh, thwart one of uh, Flint's uh, trafficking jobs. Okay, sure. Yeah. That sounds pretty solid. Spirits are like energy in this or something. Yeah, pretty much. Um, Spirits are energy. They're also used as um, guardians, as traps, uh, as spectral assassins or spectral bodyguards. Yeah. So they're actually, there's a decent business in finding and then capturing um, spirits that aren't just like echoes that actually have some degree of power. Mm-hmm. And the spirits, obviously, aren't too happy about that. Because no one wants to spend their afterlife <clears throat> enslaved to be someone's butler or something. Nope. You catch them with sweet lightning hooks. <laughs> yeah, no. Are these the, just, like, self-aware Pokemon? Uh, no, they're like your friends and loved ones, <laughs> but dead. Uh, and semi-self-aware Pokemon. <clears throat> um, so I guess Pokemon. It's like a parallel Pokemon uh, dimension where they're all pissed when off. When do we choose breaks. our vice? Darkest well, timeline. is that the next one? Yeah, that's the next one down. Yeah, excellent. Every scoundrel is enthralled to some vice or another, which they indulge to deal with stress. Choose a vice from the list and describe it on the line above with specific details and the name and location of your vice purveyor in the city. For example, you might choose gambling, then write Spog's Dice Game, Crow's Foot. You can create a vice purveyor or ask the GM to tell you about a couple likely options for your vice. So uh, your vices are faith. You're dedicated to an unseen power, forgotten god, ancestor, etc. Gambling, obviously. Luxury, expensive or ostentatious displays of opulence. Obligation. You're devoted to a family, a cause, an organization, a charity, etc. Pleasure. Gratification from lovers, food, drink, drugs, art, theater, etc. Stupor. You seek oblivion in the abuse of drugs, drinking to excess, getting beaten to a pulp in the fighting pits, etc. Somehow this is healthy for you. Mm -hmm. Or it's often not. Or weird. You experiment with strange essences, consort with rogue spirits, observe bizarre rituals or taboos. Okay. The one I have in mind kind of skirts several of these. I'm thinking 
that one of the things that drove me away from my family is that there was a cave-in. And I'm positive somebody sabotaged us. I've pulled my brother out of the wreckage. He's basically in a coma, no arms, no legs. I keep him on a board. And he's in horrible pain. And so I procure drugs to keep him in a stupor. That's an obligation, then. That's an obligation? Great. And where is where do you keep your brother? Uh, well, either is I... he is he in a hospital? Do you have like some low level? I mean, in the city, you're probably you're probably part of a union of some sort. Yeah, so... like a guild. Yeah, but you still got to make your payments. I he... do. Uh, in fact, in fact, I think the guild has him, and I really want to get a chance to take him to somebody who can like either snap him out of his coma or just like get into his brain and talk to him because he knows more about the cave in than I do. Um, and so, yeah, they have him, and I can't get at him. Uh, so I just supply the drugs to keep them alive. Okay, um, so you got a couple options for where that could be. Um, let's see here. Um, Coal Ridge would probably be a, a definite possibility. The remnants of Duskvoll's original hilltop mining settlement, now home to laborers and industrial factories. Mm, yeah. Uh, you've got uh, Charter Hall, the city's civic offices, and the hub for shops, artisans, and commerce. Though that might okay. be a bit out of your price range. Yeah, I think that's too upscale for me. Uh, or Six Towers, a formerly rich district <laughs> now worn down and dilapidated. That's a good place to have a secret hospital where you're keeping various ransoms. Okay. Yeah, Six Towers. Okay, so uh, the guild has your uh, yeah. your brother in a coma in Six Towers. Shane. Okay, I was thinking of going the obligation route as well, because going back to uh, escaping into the sewers, I'm thinking that uh, when Ratbones goes down there, it's not just one person, it's like a whole bunch of people that have basically formed this, like, beggar's kind of shanty town that they call, like, the Black River. Okay. So, really, just this one act of kindness and seeing how people suffer is kind of forcing Ratbones to uh, up the game a little bit. You know, mm. originally... Originally only out for, like, themselves and just stealing with what they need, uh, Ratbones is now trying to steal for others, whether it be food, medicine, a little bit of money. Okay, so your obligation is ch a charity, really. Uh, they, yeah. You, so when you... When you Ratbones is a decent And that's, guy. Like, that's like the whole reason that Ratbones would uh, bother to join a crew rather than fending for him or herself. So they're kind of an Aladdin sort of... Uh... Of thing, you know. Exactly. Yeah. Gotta live, got to steal to eat. I was just gonna end yeah. right now, but we all have that song in our fucking heads. <laughs> okay, so obligation then is like charity to the poor. Yeah. yeah. Okay, Cam. Yes, I'm going the pleasure route. I definitely take drugs to um, kind of keep my whisper abilities in check. Okay, oh, uh, I'm sorry, one one, one quick sec. Uh, yeah. Shane, yeah. so uh, you're going to write down Crow's Foot is, uh, is likely where you're giving to the poor. Um, there are specific neighborhoods listed in here that are under control of different factions. Okay. So the shantytown might, uh, might be under Crow's Foot or in mm -hmm. Crow's Foot somewhere, but it's in Crow's Foot. Okay, that makes sense. Uh, Cam, that almost sounds like stupor, actually. Oh, stupor? Yeah, if yeah. Um, if you're trying to drown uh, your powers out. Yeah. Gotta get blackout something. Because she's not a fan of them or ghosts. <laughs> okay, um... <laughs> I, love, so, I love that you have these ghost powers and you hate them. Yeah. 
Um, I'm going to say Night Market. Night Market is going to be where your dealer is. Drown in drugs. Get Crow's Foot. And where did I say yours was? Uh, Six Towers is where Brothers being held, and that's where I drop off the various drugs that I establish. And money and stuff. And, and, and whatever they ask for to keep them alive. Because I want to kill him myself. Uh, <laughs> oh, wow. That, yeah, don't, think, don't think that I love my brother. Uh, he's a tool. Right? The merciful thing would have been to just kill him. But I kept him alive because he knows something. I kind of suspect that he was the saboteur. Well, okay then. That's, <laughs> Damn. that's okay then. I just want the, um, to bring the information out of him and then fucking kill him. <laughs> now, I do believe... Okay. So, after that... There should be a looks section on here somewhere, is there not? No? Uh, there is, right under name. Ah, yes, you're going to write down your look. Um, man, woman, ambiguous, concealed, affable, athletic, bony, bright, broad, etc. Find a couple adjectives to uh, describe your character. And maybe something to describe the sort of things that you wear. Okay. Um, I think that Creek is a fairly short, stocky sort of fella. Um, since we're vaguely 19th century, obviously I'm going to have friendly mutton chops. Um, he wears like a, a fairly tight-fitting sort of like like short-brimmed sort of like steel helmet, I think, um, that's like covered in like lamp black. Uh, and he's got some goggles. Are um, you just a dwarf? No, not exactly a dwarf. <laughs> he's a regular guy. Um, uh, but like he, he, he comes from a family of miners, grew up as a miner himself. Um, and yeah, he's, he's, he's stocky, uh, he's usually pretty dirty, and he's got, like, all sorts of stuff hanging off of belts. Um, various bandoliers and tools. Yeah, I will note that, uh, under your items... There are um, the things we choose. You choose those for e uh, each, each mission? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, when you go on a mission, you actually choose what load you're taking, uh, either light, normal, or heavy. And then as the mission progresses, as you need them, you can pick items. Yeah. He's just, like, slowly leaning towards Torbjorn is what he's doing. I've got all... I have all my fingers and toes. And as, as a demolitions expert, I'm proud of that. Hey, hey, hey. I'm just... Torbjorn can proudly count to 17 if he counts the end of each pincer. <laughs> yeah, I'm just remembering the one uh, exchange between voice actors and Front of Blizzard, and it's just like, you're a dwarf, right? I'm not a dwarf. He's a dwarf. <laughs> <laughs> Shane. Okay, well, I kind of described a little bit about what Ratbones looks like already, of course, concealed, and the whole, like, uh, uh, basically, uh, when Ratbones hides, it's basically looking like a pile of garbage and dead rats. So, so like, it's like, so it's like a lot of patchwork stuff. There's, like, patches of fur and bones attached to, like, a cloak and stuff like that. Like patchwork rags and yeah, tatters. Yeah, like the most expensive thing that Ratbones would would wear is probably the boots. Mm. Expensive boots. I yeah. like it. Like good, comfortable running good, boots. Good, solid boots. These are made of the good rat leather, unlike the rest of that right. shit. Actually, good, solid boots and good, solid gloves as well. Makes sense. Yeah. Like, not something, like, you would consider luxurious, just something, like, sturdy. Okay. Like, something a miner would wear. Yeah, yeah. Practical. And then... Precisely. And quality. And 
ambiguous gender. Well, somewhere between ambiguous and concealed, because yeah, like, the parts we can see, we don't they don't tell us anything, right. and everything else is hidden. Yeah. Okay, and then what? Like physically, are you uh, are you tall? Are you short? Are you skinny? Are you uh, muscled? Good for thieving. Okay, you're small and small and scrawny. <laughs> All right, so a gymnast. <laughs> yeah. Small, thin, but so like I'm going, the shoulders on this. Yeah, person. I'm going a lot on the agility route on this one. Like yeah. a lot of dodging, a lot of parkour. Yeah, kind of thing. More like parkour. <laughs> yeah, and you did take lots of prowl, so you're good there. Yeah, Cam. All right. Yeah. So definitely, she's a little like on the emaciated side, uh, short, uh, wears like ratty robes. Probably on those robes has some like wards or like oh. other weird things to keep ghosts away. And then, like, ratty brown hair. Okay. You've fallen very, very far from your military family. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay, then. Uh, your gear you're going to choose for each mission. I think at this point it's time for the next phase of character creation. The gang! Yep. <laughs> uh, uno momento por flavor. Well, I just... Make sure that I am got that. Choose your vice review your details. Loadout you're gonna pick for the mission. Mm-hmm. Uh, just so you guys know, loadout uh, one to three load light. You're faster, less conspicuous. You blend in with citizens. You don't need to write this down no. if you don't want to. Uh, four to five load normal. You look like a scoundrel ready for a fight, uh, ready for trouble. Six load heavy. You're slower. You look like an operative on a mission. Loaded for bear. Seven to nine load encumbered. You're overburdened and can't do anything except move very slowly. Oh my god, yes, guys. There are encumbrance rules in this game. I love it. Oh, boy. I'm a fan. Um, Everybody's favorite part of Fallout. Yeah. Now, all of these items um, will actually show you, uh, in terms of slots, how many slots they actually take up. Um, If they are um, italicized, they don't take up any load. Uh, Generally, it's stuff like charms and drugs. Mm-hmm. So I'll give you a moment to uh, just look that over. Mm-hmm. A blade or two. A blade or two. All of the knives. <laughs> yeah. So many knives. Just, just fucking knives. Just knives. knives. Stab. <laughs> all the time. You gotta do what it says on the tin, man. There has to be blades in the dark. All right, then. A couple are definitely jumping out at me. So let's now talk about... Because you're going to decide those for your loadout. So we'll decide yeah. those next episode. When we go for our mission. Cool. We're going to figure out what kind of crew you are. Here are your options. I'm going to pass these around the table again. Because that hey. just forces you guys to actually do stuff. And I don't got to do nothing. What All, right. <laughs> All right. All uh, right. The two that I've been handed are... Assassins. Murderers for hire. Pretty self-explanatory. Uh, the next one I have is... Bravos. Those are mercenaries, thugs, and killers. Yep. All right. I've got the cult, acolytes of a deity. Yawn. Uh, and hawkers, vice dealers. Oh, yeah. Guys, let's do the wire. (laughs) (laughs) All right. And I've got shadows, thieves, spies, and saboteurs, and smugglers, suppliers of illicit goods. Hmm. Those are the only types? Yep. You got six. Hmm. I don't know. What do you, how are you guys feeling? 
I'm thinking shadows would probably. Those are just make like your standard sense. thieves, right? Yeah. Read that yeah, one again. Spies and saboteurs. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah. That that's pretty much us, isn't it? Yeah. That kind of suits us pretty well. Thief, saboteur, and you're a ghost person. You can spy, right? Yeah. yeah. Now there we go. That ticks all the boxes. Okay. Who wants to take control of your sheet for right now? Which one of you has the nicest uh, writing? Not I. Uh, <laughs> well, we can. Shane, it's going to you. Okay. This is better than mine. <laughs> oh, yeah, we're pretty. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's yours. It's yours. Well, I'm from a long gone era where they actually taught cursive writing in school. So, so they they, the they tried to teach me cursive writing in school. The problem is I'm really I can't do it. Yeah. I'm just like really god awful at it. My cursive actually looks nicer than my printing, but I'm ironically so much slower. I can't handwrite at all. Yeah. Like it, I'm also a lefty, so like it smears same. all over. Someone once tried to convince me that my handwriting would get me laid. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> no. Where is the crew creation? All right, then. So you've got your type. Your crew begins with two coin. You are uh, tier zero. Yep. Tier none. Two coin. Uh, Your hold is strong. On the ten feet around our lair. And your rep is zero. And your coin is two. Okie dokie. Choose initial reputation and layer. Here are your options for reputation. Ambitious, brutal, daring, honorable, professional, savvy, subtle, and strange. What do you guys think? Strange. Hmm. I think the biggest challenge <laughs> is going to be subtle, because I don't think we're very subtle people. I am not a subtle people. person. <laughs> um, so yeah. that, would be, that would be the one that would be the most difficult to, to succeed at. I suppose, um, technically speaking, considering Ratbones is kind of on a, on the whole like Robin Hood kick. You are kind of an honorable character. Kind of goes into honorable. Has to announce every time he sees things. Yeah, no. Um. <laughs> I'm debating on whether or not Ratbones is even going to talk. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just writes it out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's got got the the. Could could the, do the whole bunch of stuff. The thing. Wiley Coyote signs. Yeah, just carrying around signs with words on them. I don't know. Um, maybe she speaks emoji. I don't know. Uh, what, what were the rest of our? Uh, what's the rest on our list? <laughs> oh, oh, or speaks like memes. I will break you. <laughs> I wasn't Did even trying that too time. Soon, no. Too soon. No, too soon. It will always be too soon for talks in emoji. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, the, re- the reviews of the oh. emoji movie I suspect are probably funnier than the movie itself. I wasn't yeah. even referencing the emoji movie. I was talking about Doctor Who. Oh. Okay. But still, the but still it, it's calm just, your tits, like sir. No, no. I, I got I got followed on Twitter by something called emoji spells. Oh no. <laughs> it's not a type of magic I want to be involved with. But anyway. Yeah. So what what are our reputations again? We got uh, ambitious, brutal, daring, honorable, professional, savvy, subtle, and strange. Okay. I just want to be. I was gonna say, want to be daring. Daring, Ooh. good. Yeah. 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 Daring, dude. Ah, or cocky so, shits. But da- we, daring would certainly take you into the puckish rogues category. Right? Yeah. It kind of <laughs> checks all the boxes. Let's be daring. All right, then. You are daring. Write it down, Shane. Cool. You have a daring reputation. Yeah. We do shit we shouldn't. Even, oh, even for criminals. <laughs> yeah. um, you were an XP uh, when you bolstered your second crew's reputation. Savvy. Okay, and so we, we gain an XP when we do something particularly daring. Good yep. Job. Cool. 
Um, also, uh, where do you make your lair? It's probably very modest or an abandoned sort of place since you're only tier zero. Then we got to figure out where. Okay, so we're sneaky, and like, like I don't know. What if we're in like an attic somewhere? Mm. Right, like some sort of. We're either I think we're either in an abandoned building or we're in a building that doesn't know we're a, that like we're a part of it. I like that idea. Yeah. Like have like a we're above like a noble house that just never goes into their attic or something. Maybe like, not a noble house. Maybe not maybe, a noble house, but like maybe like a yeah. set of shops or something yeah. like that. Yeah. There, there's yeah there's some shops with some tenements above them. And there's like a gambling parlor there, and everybody thinks Ooh, we're yeah. customers of the gambling parlor, but I just we're not. I just we're going one floor of, higher. I just yeah. instantly thought of gargoyles when they lived in the clock tower above the police station. Right? <laughs> Man, I love that show. Okay, and your lair. Yeah, is the attic of a business block, basically. Okay. Shops, tenements, illicit gambling den, and then us. And people just chop up the noise to like ghostly whales. And well, and because I mean, there, there's the, the gamb- If the gambling den's beneath us, yeah. they're not no. gonna fucking hear us. <laughs> yeah. upstairs. So are okay. we saying like attic in a commercial district or something like that? Uh, well, let's let's give a cool name to our building. Uh, well, let's name here, it after somebody fancy. Well, here's uh, your commercial districts. Let's see here. Uh, you've got. You're not gonna be in White Crane. You're not gonna be in Brightstone. You're not. Charter Hall is an option, which is the civic offices and hub for shops, artisans, and commerce. Okay. Um, Six Towers is another option, which is that dilapidated, formerly rich district. Oh, but I don't want to be... Uh, Silk Shore is the red light district. Uh, Night Market is the center for exotic goods imported by rail. Um, rail, of course, being great because it's faster than most ghosts. Uh, you've got do- the docks. Um, okay, classic. That's... Uh, or uh, Char Hollow, which is a maze of tenements and squalid row houses. Ooh. Hmm. Note that where you have your layer doesn't necessarily have to be where you tend no. to commit your crimes. Okay. Well, yeah, you don't shit where you eat. I know. Um, <laughs> I do like having it near the docks because you can still have like that illegal gambling activity. In yeah, there. sailors love to gamble, right? right? So you're and pro- nobody asks questions. Yeah, exactly. I know where I want it to be. Where do you want it to be? And Alec and Kellis trade. Wait, what? You remember I said that my foil is Rosalind Kellis? Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so that's the building. Yeah. Okay, so where are you, what district you are you guys in then? Let's say the docks. Yeah. Okay, so you're in the docks. Uh, rough taverns, tattoo parlors. She's probably She'd probably be more likely to have a warehouse in the docks, but you could be over top of a pub or something like that. Yeah. You could be over top of a warehouse, too. I was kind of thinking that. Well... Uh, they usually don't have an attic. Yeah, yeah. Well, they usually don't have. Yeah, attics. maybe or attic over a pub or something yeah. like that. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. So it's like a pub on the ground floor, and then yeah, there's the tenements yeah. and the gambling okay. parlor, and then us. Yeah. yeah. What do we want to call our pub? Ooh, uh, our pub should be called the Dart and Dagger. Beautiful. That seems too good. Did I pull that from somewhere? <laughs> <laughs> we'll look it up during the break. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And the name changed. No. <laughs> okay. At least well, it didn't say the singing dragon. So the hound pits. <laughs> we're just we're we're steering straight into the skin of being dishonored. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What is the name of your crew? Oh, we need a sweet name, guys. Um. I wish the gentleman bastards wasn't taken. I know, right? <laughs> you could be the rooks. No. We're not calling no. it the rooks. We're not calling it the rooks. <laughs> Um, we should be, hmm. do 
You want to go like with like a super like. Part of me wanted to say Tunnel Rats, but then I remembered that's a new Bull movie. Yeah, it's also like been taken. Supernatural. Yeah. yeah. Huh. Um, the Spectres or something like that. Um, also taken. Also taken. Yeah. Or Mass Effect. Um, well, Inspectors Gang, I guess, yeah. kind of. Um, hmm. <laughs> uh, just Phantasm. Yeah. That's way too fancy, I think. Yeah. <laughs> way too, too fancy. fancy. It doesn't. It's not menacing. Um. Something. Close. Well, here's the question. You're on the docks. You're a apparently a Docklands gang. You could name it after a ship. You could name it after a type of fish. You could. You could be the flounders. <laughs> um, the examples given in the book are the red scarves, the blood letters. Yeah. Um. The scalpels. Yeah. yeah, it's lame. Or from near the docks, some sort of like crappy scavenging, like. Yeah. Thing. We're the gulls. You could be the gulls. We could be the yeah. gulls. Sun sets teeth. <laughs> the sun doesn't set. Yeah. That's what I mean. The there is no sun. <laughs> there, there is the ruined embers was, yeah. of the sun you can see on a terrible night. Not really. It's it's all dark, I think. No, yeah. no, no. It's, it says oh, in the book. Oh, okay. on, on the right conditions, you can see the dead body of the sun faintly flickering in the dark. Which leads you to wonder what the fuck they did a thousand years ago that literally blew up their own goddamn sun. Well, because this is, this is definitely a post-apocalyptic setting. The bad guys won super hard a thousand years ago, and, like, it's kind of implied in the fiction that, like, the Emperor is maybe the devil. Like, he's obviously some sort of powerful evil that just sort of, like, keeps everybody under control and fights other powerful evils. Mm. Spoiler alert, it's Moriarty. So, funny story. He's just the biggest a-hole in the multiverse. Literally, he is the biggest a-hole because he expands across the entire multiverse. Yeah. Uh, So we need a name. Whispers? Uh, I still think you should just be the gulls. gulls? I kind of like the gulls. Yeah. Yeah. Right? They're a pest. They they get where they're not supposed to. And it's not quite being the rooks. And it's not quite being the rooks. It's the sea rooks. <laughs> the sea rooks. <laughs> ha, crooks, sea rooks. Ha. It's almost rhyming that. slang. Someone just keeps calling it the sea rooks. <laughs> oh my god! It's uh, it's I'm the salt lake kid. Nobody calls you that. Uh, for for those of you who listen to our dogs of the vineyard game, um, establish your hunting. Oh yeah, uh, let's see here. Establish your hunting ground. Your crew is brand new, but you've chosen some small part of a district as your hunting ground. This is the area that you usually target for your scores, and you know it well. Your hunting grounds don't have to be in the same district as your lair. The area is small, only three or four city blocks, but it's still an intrusion on someone. The entire city is divided among large, strong, larger, stronger factions. The DM will tell you which factions claim the area. Uh, then you decide how to deal with them. So, where do you want to do your hunting, then? Where, where does the where do the gulls tend to? Uh, we can't do the docks. Well, we could do the, the docks, refuse but of, let's uh, not. Yeah, and you probably want to be away from like six towers. Yeah, if I could. Um, what about like Crowsfoot? Because like, let's get some gangs in New York going on here, oh. right? Because Crowsfoot's basically four corners, isn't it? Yeah. Unless anybody else has another spot they want to Sounds good. I, I, get a lot, I heard gangs in New York, and I was good. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> if I get to shank people in the back while they're fighting, that's that's all I need. <laughs> Uh, I forget the specific line. Something about heathen popery. I don't know. Mm, yeah. 
Okay, so if you look at the map here, guys, uh, got, uh, you're on the docks right there. Crow's Foot is right beside you, mm. so that's definitely your option. Um, you've got uh, Brighttown uh, and uh, Charter Hall right across the canal from you. Mm. Yeah, I mean, Charter Hall could be another good choice. Yeah. Because I certainly have various axes to grind against the fucking guilds. Keep a, keep in mind, Ratbones kind of does charity in Crowsfoot. Oh, yeah, well, and I, I figured, I figured yeah. Char Hollow would be straight out for you. No way you'd want to do that. Because that's where the really destitute live. Mm. Um, What's Brightstone again? Isn't that the fancy rich folk? That's the fancy rich spoke. Let's do it. Yeah. Uh, but at the same oh, time, yeah. Charter Hall is the is the civic offices, shops, artisans, and commerce. So, yeah, the banks. Huh? Huh? Want to knock yeah. over a bank? I, I yeah. Not a bank robbery. Huh? Okay, yeah. we're 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 gonna go with Charter Hall then. Sans sang, sans violence, uh, sans. Okay. The French word for hate. Now then, you have. Uh, then I need to go use. Factions. Okay, so Charter Hall is. Derek flips to the end of the book. Goes with Charter Hall. Uh, landmarks: Charter Wall. <laughs> I'm sorry, that was beautiful. That's literally the first thing in here. Along the ruins of the old wall, uh, Charter Hall is the size of the first is the site of the first major construction in the city in the days before the cataclysm. The old wall upon which... Oh, God, it's Wall Street. Um, yeah. The old wall upon which was built the first lightning barrier in the empire still stands in partial ruin around the district. The area is now home to the civic offices of government, uh, including the courts, licensing, and taxation offices, banks, and record archives. Uh, city officials and students at Charter Hall University... Charter... Oh, God. Uh, live there, along with the captains of imperial industry who prefer to reside within the site of their fortunes. Uh, Bellwether Crematorium, Clerk Street... Uh, J.N. Park, the great alchemist for whom the uh, park is named, contrived to formulate soil and seeds that would produce real growing trees without sunlight or radiant energy. They are horrifically toxic to all living things oh, and must poison. not be touched, but they still grow beautifully here over 100 years later. <laughs> and a university. Um... Notable is Lady Drake, a magistrate who is reasonable when it comes to street climb, so long as the offender's purse is sufficient. Uh, Lord Pendron, chief scholar, etc., um, the Bluecoats are the major faction in the area. Of course. Uh, you are 150 friggin' percent gonna be at a minus one with them. Makes sense. Um, do you, do you guys wanna, do you guys wanna occupy Wall Street? Oh yeah. <laughs> I hate you all right now. Uh, um, trying to keep things relevant, kids. Uh, let's see here. So, you are at a... Okay, um, pay them off. Give them one coin in exchange for uh, giving you room to work. Pay the faction two coins as a show of respect and gain plus one status with them, in which case the cops will turn the other way. Keep your money and take minus one status with the faction. Hmm. Coin is nice. Coin is yeah. nice. Uh, we are all heavily money motivated, I yeah. think. Uh-huh. Um... Do we give them one? Was that an option? Yeah, you can give them one, in which case um, you bribe them and you are at zero status. You can give them two coin, and in which case you really bribe them, in which case they'll look the other way and you are at uh, plus one status with them. Or you give them no money and the cops are more pissed off that you wouldn't bribe them than anything else. <laughs> I mean, uh, whatever status we're at is going to get worse. 
So, if there's something we can use this money on that may last, <laughs> we should do it. Like, yeah. I'm looking for my friend Bill. Are there any Bills here? No, he's barred. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know, man. What do you guys think? Do we bribe him or no, not? Known as the meanest gang in the city. <laughs> uh, uh, my, oh. my heart says fuck the police. Yeah, exactly. I don't know. Same way. I'm, Just... I'm thinking like Ratbones would much rather that, that money go towards like... The poor and destitute than a bunch yeah. of yeah. Okay, yeah. so uh, like my poor limbless brother. You're saying no to the five out? <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, God, I just used those words. I said saying no to the five out. Okay, blue coats, you're at minus one. The pigs can sit and spin. Okay. So should I Next just up. put that in like? Uh, this like this yeah, uh, there should be a turf thing somewhere. Uh, uh, this is the turf map, yeah. Okay. No, uh, okay, so, yeah, you're just going to write, uh... Just make a note. Just minus one blue coats. Yeah. I'm also making a note of it on my crew sheet for you as well. Yeah. Okay. Um, then next up, choose a special ability. Ooh. What are your options? Okay, your options? let's see what we got here. First one, everyone steals. Each PC may have plus one action rating to prowl, finesse, or tinker. Up to a max rating of three. Mmm. Me likey. Yeah. I think that's, that's, a, that's a strong like start. Yeah. Although, let's look at the rest let's of the Let's go list. through the others, because the next one is Ghost Echoes. From weird experience or occult ritual, all crew members gain the ability to see and interact with the ghostly structures, streets, and objects within the echo of Duskwall that exists in the ghost field. So we kind all gain needs. kind of a ghost. We all got ghost vision. Um... Which, I will point out, would kind of step on Cam's thing. It would. Yeah. And the rest of us don't really have the skills to actually do anything yeah. with that. Yeah. So, so yeah. rad, but maybe not for us. Fun, but not productive. Uh, pack rats. Your lair is a jumble of stolen items. When you roll to acquire an axe set, take plus one Ooh, dice. I like that, actually. Oh, really, that's, that's a good one. That is pretty cool. Although, I, I kind of want to achieve can, that. Yeah. I want to yeah. make it a mess. This one could be kind of meta. Patron. When you advance your tier, it costs half the coin. And don't take that. Oh, okay. No? Uh, we're not. You're probably not going to have enough coin to advance your tier this game. Yeah, okay, very likely. Cool. All right. Uh, second story: When you execute a clandestine infiltration, you get plus one dice to the engagement roll. Mm. Uh, your engagement roll is what happens when you start a heist. Um, yeah, it's like the, the grand yeah, plan, and basically sets up uh, what kind, uh, what your position is for dice rolling in that heist. Okay. This system sounds. Yes, yeah, the system is really cool. It has surprising levels of nuance for something where you're never going to roll more than about four d six. Yeah. Nice. Okay. Uh, slippery. When you roll entanglements, roll twice and keep the one you want. When you reduce heat on the crew, take plus one dice. I'd say not not necessarily going to be super applicable to this no. game. If okay. we were doing a long form, I'd be like that's super hard. Yeah. But. All right, and lastly is synchronized. When you perform a group action, you may count multiple sixes from different roles as a critical success. That can be that's really useful. handy, that's right? Because like, yeah, I'm, that's definitely a gamble ability right there. It definitely yeah. is. Like, as it stands, I'm not stealthy. Are you stealthy? I don't know. So you're you're prowl? the stealther. So yeah. when I've we're got one prowl, I think. okay, okay. So, so like when we're doing when we're doing a group action, you're going to be leading it pretty much no matter what, Shane. Right. Um, so that that's an option, but it is a gamble. You got to roll sixes, and yeah. we tend to live on both ends of the bell curve. So yeah. who knows okay. where it'll go? So it's sounding like uh, everyone steals or pack rats might be our. 
I kind of want to see everyone steals. Everyone steals because like Patgrat's more of like okay. a thematic thing. Yeah. What does everyone steals give you? Uh, each PC may add plus one action rating to Prowl, Finesse, or Tinker. So one of those three. Yeah, up to a max of three. Okay. Everyone gets plus one to Prowl, Finesse, or Tinker. Okay. Which of these do I want to do? Prowl. I'm going to be... <sighs> yeah, I'm a little stealthy. You could put your Prowl up to three at that point, Shane. Yeah, that's what I'm going to do. Okay, cool. I was thinking I'd you know what? I'm gonna. I'm gonna be balanced, but the hell of it. I'm gonna put my tinker at three. Okay. <laughs> Finally, you are going to pick your contact. Okay. Oh wait, I'm sorry. Assign crew upgrades. Uh, you get two. It. Uh, so can I just see the sheet for a section? Sure. Okay. Uh, where is it? Your crew upgrades. An upgrade is a valuable set of assets. Each crew type has two pre-selected upgrades that suit the crew. Uh, your upgrades are on here somewhere. Oh, right. Uh, prowess training and a hidden lair. Um, blah, 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 blah. Your lair is a secret, has a secret location that is disguised, uh, that is disguised to hide it from view. If your lair is discovered, use two downtime actions and pay coin equal to your tier to relocate it or hide it and hide it once again. Oh, neat. Um, and then your training isn't really going to come into this game. But it's um, where we can train our skills, basically. Yeah. Um, when you train a given XP track during downtime. Basically, you can increase your uh, your prowl skill much easier. Nice. Uh, sorry, your prowess skills. Yeah, so any of the skills under prowess. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Then next, you have uh, four options for crew upgrades. You get two of them. Thief rigging, two free load of tools and gear, essentially uh, increases your encumbrance. Oh, that's cool. Uh, underground maps and pass keys, elite rooks or elite skulks. Uh, these are basically uh, thugs who work for you. Yeah, we'd have yeah, um, we'd have a gang. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you would have a gang. Mind you, at tier zero, your gang would be like uh, if you took both of those, you'd have like four people. Yeah. No, it's not schmucks. It's just the total number of people oh, yeah, that you actually true. have. Um, so you want basically the question is, do you want your gang to be more than just the three of you, or do you want to be really set up for some crazy jobs? I like having the idea of NPCs with us. Yeah. It is nice to have an extra set of hands. So maybe let's... What if we have two extra guys, and then we also choose the thief rigging, we can have more sweet shit. Yeah. Yeah. Because we're just going to be, like, loading our pockets. Yeah. Okay. So Although the, uh, the underground maps also are nice. Hmm. But uh, we all kind of agree on thief rigging. Yeah. Okay, and then do you want your... Are they going to be skulks or thugs? Probably skulks. Uh, or skulky. Or uh, skulks, scouts, infiltrators, and thieves, rooks or conners, spies, and socialites. Okay. Yeah, we, we want skulks. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, so, deep ringing and skulks. If we have to talk to people, we've already fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, elite skulks. Um, da -da -da -da. Some crew upgrades will add the elite feature to the gang. Gives them plus one D. Uh, equal to, uh, increases in scale. Uh, blah, blah, blah. So plus one D uh, when they roll for a given type. Um, and they have a base of one D, so your skulks will roll two D. Yeah, well, like I said, they are kind of schmucks because we aren't a big powerful gang yet. No, but given that their thing is prowling, they prowl better than you will. Oh, yeah. Um, now then, they get edges and flaws. You get uh, as many edges as you want, but an equal number of flaws. Your edge options are fearsome, independent, 
independent means uh, they can be trusted to make good decisions and act on their own initiative in the absence of direct orders. Loyal, they can't be bribed or turned against you. And tenacious, they won't be deterred from a task. I like tenacious. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Tenacious? Yeah. Okay, tenacious. so that's going to be your cohort. Okay. Uh, and the blah, blah, blah. Yep. Uh, you're going to write down gang. Uh, you're going to tick off the gang. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then that is their levels of damage. Uh, you're going to write skulks. Just uh, note that they are elite skulks. Then, um, so for every edge you take, you must take a flaw. Their flaw. The flaw options are principled. They have ethics and values that they won't betray. Savage. They're excessively violent and cruel. Unreliable. They aren't always available due to other obligations, stupefaction for their vices, etc. Or wild. They're drunken, debauched, and loudmouthed. Ooh, they're all fun. Hmm. Mm. I kind of like the idea that they're debauched. <laughs> um, that would cause a lot of trouble for us. Yeah. I, I don't like the idea of unreliable. I want to be able to call them these guys. If they're yeah. and unreliable, that's, that's totally Yeah, I kind of count. Yeah, well, so once you can get them on a job, they finish it, but getting them on a job is hell. Yeah. Um, I like wild or, yeah, just something yeah. weird. Yeah. Or like Wild, it would basically mean you've got two guys down at the pub. Yeah, they'll show yeah. up and steal shit for you when you ask it. Yeah, <laughs> but right. at yeah. the same time, they're for a firkin of cider. These guys will do anything. But they're basically a bunch of Cockney assholes. That yeah, we got, we, we've got a couple of very sneaky soccer hooligans. <laughs> <laughs> they just we like want to go with Wild inside the pub, just like bleh. yeah. All right, we're going with Wild. Now, you can pick an additional uh, edge if you want, but you'll also take an additional flaw. None of the other so, was there an extra yeah. flaw we want? Yeah, um, yeah exactly. Which flaw sounds I mean, fun? Y- your other options yeah. are stuff like independent. You could take independent and principled, where the thugs do have a general sense of honor for all that they are a bunch of wild, a bunch of crazy people, but they'll work on their own. The problem is, working on their own means that they might decide to hit someone over the head with a jug of beer. That sounds mm. like a good idea to me. Depending on what the principles are, I suppose. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Uh, or they could be, yeah, so. Uh, or they could be savage, excessively violent and cruel. But yeah. you might not want in a bunch of uh, people who are supposed to steal things yeah, for you. Yeah, they'd be yeah. sneaky. They're already loudmouth. No sense doubling, doubling down on that. I like more flaws than... <laughs> is that going to work for you, though? Because we're starting to run long on time. Uh, yeah. I think we're kind of good where we are. Oh, yeah. This is our epic season intro, which is currently clocking in at almost an hour and a half already. Holy so. wow! Okay. So, yeah, I think that we're about done now. We have our intrepid scoundrels, our puckish rogues, Creek, Ratbones, and Cyrene, who together form the Gulls. Out of, uh... <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, your contact. We, we forgot your contact. That. We forgot oh, yeah. your contact. Okay. And your, con- your favorite contact. You've got the options right there. Oh, here we go. We got Dowler and Explorer... Uh, LaRose, a blue coat, a Mancio, a deal broker, Fitz, a collector, yes. <laughs> Adelaide, uh, Foreg, a noble, and Rigney, a tavern owner. Oh, tavern owner. We got a, yeah. yeah. Come on. Can recruit yeah. for us when they... Yeah. Yeah. I feel like getting Fitz would be a little meta. So Rigney, I presume, owns the Darton Day. It's literally, yeah. literally everyone at work calls me Fitz. Okay. Now then, uh... 
Favorite contact. The GM will tell you about the two factions that are impacted by your choice. One faction is also friendly with this contact. You get plus one status with them. Cool. One faction is unfriendly with this contact. You gain minus one status with them. I wonder who will like us or hate us. <laughs> Where is my list of factions? I do have... It is on one of these sheets. My apologies, listeners. Derek is still learning where all the funny words go. Yeah, screw it. <laughs> I think there was like one PDF uh, from this game that I forgot to send you guys. Oh, no. But Whoops. it's unimportant because we'll... Ooh, that's the section I really needed to mark. Cam, can you just rip a bookmark off of this? Moderately thinnish. Okay. I think you, you should definitely have the blue coats as uh, an additional minus one. Excellent. Yeah. Well wanted men. Um, extraneous. Let's see here. What else have we got? The Bill Hooks, a tough gang of thugs who prefer hatchets, meat hooks, and pole arms. Terrorized magistrates to pardon members in prison. Um, oh, thank you. Uh, okay. Uh, can you cut me one more? Yep. Uh, the Church of Ecstasy. The state religion honors the life of the body and abhors the corrupted spirit world. Essentially a secret society. The Circle of Flame. A uh, refined secret group of, ant of antiquarians and scholars. No, that doesn't sound right at all. Hmm. Um, well, we might have stolen something from them. <laughs> I hope we stole or stole something for them. Well, okay. Let's do it this way. Do you want an underworld faction? A fringe faction? Uh, labor and trade, or an institution to be... Uh... I kind of like that there's other crooks that hate our guts. Oh, and, and, well, uh, so you're not going with the blue coats then to hate your guts? This is going to be someone who actually likes you. Oh, shit. Oh, fuck. I don't, I don't know who likes us. Oh. Um, uh... Well, you guys are a bunch of thieves. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, maybe you know like, what, actually? Maybe like Fringe or Underworld or oh, something. Oh, yeah. I actually have a suggestion. Okay. Um, the gondoliers, the canal <gasps> <Yeah>. boat operators, <laughs> venerated by ancient tradition, said to know occult secrets. Uh, alternatively, there was a taxi driver's union, I think. Oh, yeah, the coach drivers. Um, the lamp blacks, the former lamplighter guild, turned to crime when their services were replaced by electric lights. Um, the grinders, a vicious gang of former dockers and leviathan blood refinery workers. I love it. Uh, the Grey Cloaks, a group of former Bluecoats turned to crime after being framed and expelled from the City Watch. Ooh, that would actually kind of fit. We're in with the Grey Cloaks and out with the Blue. There's a few good options. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Unseen, an insidious criminal enterprise with secret membership, thought to pull the strings of the entire underworld. That could... We could be pawns, yes. <laughs> you could, in fact, be pawns. Uh, Foghounds, a crew of rough smugglers looking for a patron. Won't find one with us. Yeah. <laughs> what do you want, guys? I don't know, man. What do you guys think? There's also something about a taxi driver's union in here, but I can't find it now. Wasn't the first one? It was like the boat guys. The, yeah, gondoliers? the gondoliers. Yeah, I'm kind of. They're pretty rad. You want to go it, with gondoliers? It's really good to have yeah. somebody who yeah. can help us get around. Yeah. So let's go plus one with the gondoliers. Especially that's like a free ride from the docks, anyway. Yeah, I mean nothing's free, but yes. <laughs> okay. So the cops really don't like you guys. Nope. No. But no, essentially no. the taxi drivers union thinks that you're okay. Yeah, they get a kick out of it. Well, probably because whenever you do any kind of jobs through uh, Rigney, he uh, he he does kickbacks to them. Nice. Nice. All right then. That is us having built our gang and built our crew.
I'm going to leave off, terrible listeners, with that. And you're going to come back next week where they're going to do some crime. Oh, <laughs> yes. All right, then. For Terrible Warriors, I'm Derek the Bark to Chase the Muse. I have been your GM for this, the first introductory session of Blades in the Dark, our glorious return to our fifth year slash sixth season slash Justin, oh my God, what the fuck ever. <laughs> uh, and I am joined with... Will Mitchell. Shane Fitzgerald. Cameron Dunn. Be seeing you. Blades in the Dark returns in two weeks' time, and new episodes of The Terrible Warriors are every Tuesday and every Thursday. And next week, two new episodes with two new campaigns. On Tuesday, Justin Eacock returns from his summer slumber to recruit his officers of Starfleet for a game of Star Trek Adventures. If you listened to our character creation episode last week, you'll know we already have our officers in mind, but they don't have a ship yet. What kind of ship will they be assigned to? Find out on Tuesday, on Thursday. A special game presented to the Terrible Warriors as we have one of our players become a GM for the very first time. Tiff Compton steps into the boots of the GM to journey into the land of Westeros for a song of ice and fire. And both Star Trek and Game of Thrones were recorded live on Discord in front of a virtual studio audience. If you want to get involved in that and hearing what our games sound like when we record them around the table, warn you, there's a lot of wasted time. You can find out more at patreon.com slash terriblewarriors where perks include access to special Discord roles. You'll also be named as NPCs and you'll get postcards in the mail if you so desire. We're recording more than just debriefs this year, including mid-briefs and pre-briefs and just a whole lot of behind-the-scenes chatter of what goes on between each hour when we're not just in character and watching the clock. Oh, you can follow us on Twitter at Dice Warriors. We're on Instagram, Terrible Warriors is that handle. I know, one's Dice Warriors, the other's Terrible Warriors. We didn't plan this ahead, okay? We're not that great at this. Today's Terrible Warriors. We're Derek Burrow, Shane Fitzgerald, Wes Gunn, Will Mitchell, and Cam Dunn. And the Gulls will return to Duskvole in two weeks' time for the next episode of Blades in the Dark, right here on the Terrible Warriors.